Welcome to Earthwise, environment and peace with justice interviews on Plains FM 96.9. Welcome to Earthwise. I'm Lois Griffiths. Today's program is our last for this year, and we feel that we should use this opportunity to reflect on which events which issues have concerned, even disturbed us the most this year. And really, it's the ongoing shocking treatment of Julian Assange that disturbs us the most, as well as it seems to be the lack of public interest here in Christchurch. That's shameful. But there must be Kiwis in other parts of the country who do speak out. At least we hope so. So we've decided to contact Alan Preston, of a website and a Facebook site, all one word, New Zealanders for Julian Assange. Welcome to Earthwise, Alan Preston. Good morning, everyone. Um, yeah, nice to be here. So, yeah, so a um, bit of history about this group, I suppose. Um, I've been involved with it probably since about, I don't know, I've been following the Julian Assange case all along since um, the inception of WikiLeaks and some of those publications that came out, um, you know, over 10 years ago. Um, and uh, and I set up a couple of websites um, which are still running, uh, but the last one is New Zealanders for Julian Assange.org.nz, where listeners can go to find pretty much um, a pretty broad um, range of links and all that to information. Um, so that we set up about uh, 2021, um, early January, and that was around the time the New Zealand government was holding the um, uh, submissions, calling for submissions for the uh, Whistleblower Act, uh, which we contributed to. Um, and this is a significant thing in relation to the Julian Assange case because Julian Assange was f- facilitating whistleblowing through WikiLeaks. Um, and I'll just uh, read something that he wrote, or he, he said in his final interview before he had his internet taken off him at the Ecuadorian embassy, where he spent seven years locked up without any sun. Um, he said, I set up WikiLeaks to know the fate of mankind insofar as the development of man is revealed by the development of his institutions and how they actually behave and practice internally. And knowing this, um, having access to the actual truth, we can produce a better or at least a less worse civilization. And that's really um, speaking to the role of, um, well, the importance of transparency um, enabling uh, scrutiny on our institutions. Um, And New Zealand proudly proclaims itself to be the least corrupt country in the world. So we're definitely a beneficiary of that. Well, uh, well, I'm delighted to hear that there are other New Zealanders who are concerned about this. It's it's not been easy to raise awareness, has it? Because so many lies have been told about Julian Assange. And it hasn't been picked up by our media or by the sort of leaders that you'd think we would have in in academic world or the media world or, or the religious world, for that matter. But you yourself, was it some article you read in particular? Or what got you onto WikiLeaks, for that matter? Um, I think I was most horrified when I 
saw the um, collateral damage. Um, no, the, it's not. It's called collateral murder, oh. and it's on YouTube. And it's um, a unedited um, video of a helicopter um, in Iraq flying over Iraq and shooting thirteen individuals. I think. I, I think this video has gone worldwide in those years yeah. since then. Yes. Yeah. It's. It's available on Al Jazeera's, I think, um, their channel on YouTube, um, and that really—I mean—that really set me into action. I think, I suppose, as it has done for most of the people who've seen it, it's absolutely um, life-changing. And um, the person who released that, Bradley Manning, now um, uh, Chelsea Manning now Chelsea yeah. now, now Chelsea Manning. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. So, um, was released this huge tranche of information to WikiLeaks, and she said um, in testifying that this was a, a frequent occurrence. Uh, uh, you know, similar similarly horrific um, attacks on civilians. A number to remember is um, that WikiLeaks re was able to release was sixty six thousand and eighty one civilians killed during the um what we say is the, the illegal um invasion and occupation of iraq sixty-six thousand and eighty-one civilians that's children you know who were in their homes at night time when they were conducting raids and uh you know people who were not engaged in this um conflict and it's um, of course we're talking about chelsea manning she was arrested as well it's um as if being a truth teller a whistleblower is a, a top criminal offence with the powerful. So Chelsea Manning has, was um, sentenced, I think, to 35 years uh, for having um, released secrets, um, the military secrets, to the world, and but was pardoned by Obama. Mm. But the Assange case, although it was very difficult for Obama because of the implications that um, charging... Um, Assange with espionage crimes um, under the Espionage Act, um, the Times and other um, major newspapers, New York Times, sorry, were all would have stood to be charged under the same uh, for the same reason. In fact, they, they released exactly the same information as Julian did, didn't they? But they weren't, of course, charged. That's, that's right, and that's where um, now um, activists are trying to focus on. Uh, getting a major change in the Espionage Act. That's the U.S. Espionage Act. Well, you, so, you yep. yourself have taken an interest in this case. You're quite disturbed at what happened. Then the next step is just try to get others to share your interests. Have you found that difficult? Yes. Well, we, you know, we're operating, you know, fairly, um, fairly much as a very informal group. Um, there are other groups in, there's another group in Wellington, um, Candles for Assange. Um, and I think you can get them through Facebook. Um, but as far as we know, nothing in other parts of the country, um, not in Christchurch. And, um, so we're based around Auckland. We have about 385 people on the Facebook group. We're not sure where everyone is. And the amount of, or the lack, I should say, of interaction with people when we put out, you know, we, we keep a, a watching brief on this daily uh, and put up anything significant on the website and on the Facebook group. Um, and But the, the, the lack of 
interaction kind of leaves us to wonder whether we are shadow banned under the um, Facebook um, algorithm. Um, that might sound like a conspiracy theory, but it's um, it's dauntingly um, disappointing how little interaction we get. Um, also, I keep a uh, I have sent personally several um, uh, emails to Radio New Zealand suggesting um, interviews uh, with the subjects. We've actually had some success with Radio New Zealand, um, having reported. Um, uh, having done really good interviews, actually, with um, firstly with the um, Australian um, Union of Journalists and um, it was like Actors' Equity it's in Brisbane. That's all. All the links to those um, interviews are available on our website. Has there been um, any chance? Because Auckland's, you're not in Auckland, are you? But you, how far no, away I'm are you from Auckland, actually? How far away yeah. are you from Auckland? Oh, we're, I'm 110 kilometres from Auckland. Oh, okay. Another member here in Auckland. <laughs> Wait a way. Spread around. So, I mean, yeah. it is the biggest city. I just wonder, have there been any demonstrations on the North Island uh, outdoors, you know, people gathering? No. no, so the reason I'd get into that is, you know, so we have, with regard to our state-owned media, we have succeeded in getting what well, these interviews followed closely on our having complained about the lack of reportage. Um and uh, this, well, Kim Hill interviewed, um, uh, what was it, um, the journalist who uh, studied, who, who did, who released the... Um, Nikki Hager? Uh, no, not Nikki Hager. Nikki Hager has not been interviewed significantly. Except by us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, congratulations on that. That was good. Um, That's uh, right. Anyway, the, the point is... I know. I know that um, on October eight, there was an amazing event in England. A human change, walking, a surrounding UK Parliament. That's unprecedented. I think it must have taken thousands of people, and there were other cities. I think they tried to have something similar. Was there something similar on the North Island? No, because we just haven't had the because we mm. have not had the media coverage. There is no. Uh, I've I've met other activists who've never heard of Julian Assange, <laughs> and um, so and they certainly don't know what's going on with them, um, or about the implications that this has for media freedom and for the future of our democracies. Um, so we haven't had the the exposure through the media. The media has definitely not been leading the way. In fact, the media ha media apart from these really good interviews that were conducted on Radio New Zealand, you think they're talking about a professional colleague, wouldn't you? I mean, that's somebody that's who's right. setting yeah, a standard to what journalism really should be about. That's, that's yeah, right. It's quite so, scary, I think. Um, I also wrote, um, after a complaint, I made a complaint to the um, uh, to the Broadcasting Tribunal and to Radio New Zealand about the lack of reporting on this pivotal issue, um, which I feel is of significant um, public interest. And uh, they sent me a lengthy response saying they had no they had no responsibility to do such something like that anyway and I, I sent that on to the ombudsman um, and then the ombudsman said that because I was not a journalist they couldn't take it up on my behalf so I set to and wrote a, um, uh, a, a letter to and which I personally addressed to each of 550 working journalists in New Zealand's um, mm -hmm. uh, media organisations and I sent that same email to 220 uh, academics involved in teaching at um, our universities, teaching uh, media and political studies. You think they and would be interested? 
And I also sent the same copy to all of New Zealand's 120 MPs mm. asking that they take up this um, because because I, not being a journalist, I wasn't, um, cons- I, my interest in this case was no more than the layman was the um, ombudsman's uh, response. And I therefore, think it's so weird. It's, the public has to plead with professional yeah. media to get an but, extremely important story out. I think it's, it's I think, very weird. I think the, the, res- the response to my having mailed, emailed these, all these people, um, and the response was zero. I got not a single mm. response from anyone. So well, I think I may have got a response from Nikki Hager or someone, you know, and maybe a couple of others. So I did know that the, the email did go out and it was probably read because it was um, addressed individually to each of the people. So it's really, I don't know, it's bewildering how little our media organize, professionals and organisations have taken up this case. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's their profession and it's our democracy. And I think it's extremely important at this time that um, that we have access to this information and that um, not only that we have access to it, but as uh, WikiLeaks provided for us, but that it be investigated and that uh, the consequences of the actions of those um, misdemeanors are addressed, you know, to provide justice and to create an environment in which our organisations actually behave themselves as they should according to the laws that are set down for them. You're listening to Earthwise broadcasting in Christchurch on Plains FM, in Hamilton on Free FM and in Waikanae on Coast Access Radio. Today's guest is Alan Preston of New Zealanders for Julian Assange and we're discussing his case. Well, Alan, a film, Ithaca, have I pronounced that right? Ithaca. Ithaca. Yes, that's right. Ithaca is a destination. Maybe yeah. made about the struggles of two yes. very brave people. Julian's wife, Stella, who has two small boys, and his father, John Shipton. Their struggles to raise awareness of Assange's plight and to rally public support to demand his release. I think the only way of getting through to politicians is to get through to the public first. Now, I want this film shown in a cinema here in Christchurch. Has it been shown in a cinema on the North Island? Um, yes, so that that film, Ithaca, which means um, the destination, that's a Greek term uh, from ancient Greek, um, the, I'm not sure which story. Um, anyway, um, that's now available on Maori television, free to air. So there's a you can get that link. You can go search that on, on the internet. Um, it's free for another month or so. Um, so that's definitely worth watching. Now, yeah, that was shown at a film festival. We had a showing. Um, Matt Brennan from um, Aotearoa for Assange. It's another group um, that's operating in Auckland. Um, so he organised that showing and hosted it, um, and then we had a after the the hour or so long that the video, the uh, documentary takes. Um, John Shipton, Julian Assange's father, and the the director, I think, or the producer of the film, um, came zoomed in live, and we had a conversation with them as the audience in the theatre at the Civic in Auckland um, for a whole hour. Um, mm. It was, and he's doing that on all of the public screenings. They're going around Europe now, I think. I think that's with Stella, Julian's yes. wife, and um, and Julian's father, and his brother, Gabriel Shipton. Um, and uh, so they're out there doing that, interacting with... Yes, uh, my, my feeling, 
I feel quite strongly that seeing a film on a full screen with others, sensing how others around you are shocked and angered by the injustice, including torture, it's much more efficient, much more effective than watching it alone at home. Because we want to think that New Zealanders have a strong sense of fair play. I wonder, though, is it difficult, you think, for people to comprehend that this barbaric treatment of a man is being done by our side, the UK and USA, we're conditioned to believe that our side wouldn't do that sort of thing. We're the good guys. It's, we know that we're told Russians and the Chinese are evil, but we're the good guys. And yet, right. I think there's this, there's this psychological expression of cognitive dissonance, where if you grow up with one perception of what's true, even when the opposite is in front of you, you just can't accept it. I think that's part of the problem, you think, that people just can't accept that this is really happening by our side. Yeah, um, cognitive dissonance. dissonance. Um, uh, it is, it, it's very hard for people to um, acknowledge that this is going on. Um, we, New Zealand, um, if you're on a New Zealand angle on this, New Zealand is a signatory to the 2021 Declaration Against Arbitrary Detention in State-to-State -State Affairs that was set up by the Canadian government in response to uh, the kidnapping by the Chinese government of two um, businessmen, uh, a Canadian businessman. The international uh, uh, declaration was um, formed and set up in t February 2021. 20, in September 21, the British government wrote to the United Nations saying, stating how important it was that um, states ab abide by this and that they do not um, arbitrarily detain um, citizens um, and that also that um, journalists and human rights workers were most likely to be negatively affected by by arbitrary detention. Well, so I've they stated this in themselves um, and now... Um, I've written to the uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs about this, asking that she make a, um, a formal protest mm. to the High Commission, the British High Commission in Wellington. But um, I don't think she seems to understand the gravity of the situation here. So, yes. and also I'm another afraid. law, just, just quickly go over, is that um, the, the United Nations has made these declarations that Julian Assange, first of all, had had the right to broadcast uh, to publish what he published through WikiLeaks. He also had, he has, he is being arbitrarily detained and he has been for 11 years now. He's, he's been in Belmarsh yes. prison. I, I'm for afraid I'll have times about. Okay. Times Can about, I just say, oh, see, Julian Assange has been in jail for 1,040 days now in a room isn't. as big as your bathroom with no windows uh -huh. for 23 hours a day. And you can write to him, you, um, so people can you can look up um, writejulianassange.com and right. find out how to write an email, uh, not an email, a letter to him. Well, um, and, well, thank yeah, you for so, talking to us. Our time's about up. I just want to say again how much we admire what you're doing. And <laughs> I think you, it's yeah. so important. This is it's, what, it's what, really great to This is what I would expect any New Zealander to do. But it's wonderful what you're doing, Alan. And we yeah, um, okay. want to follow this story. And I remind people about your website. It's all one right. word, isn't it? New Zealanders yeah. for Julian Assange. Dot org dot nz. And I hope we might get that film like I've shown in Christchurch. It, it shows yeah. the, the wonderful. I admire his father 
and his dear wife, what they're going through. These and are the, good, kind, gentle people being yeah. as the world should be, you know. They're, Absolutely. Um, and this is how we, they need our support. So people, please get out there and um, check the stuff out and see what you can do. I've got some actions on the okay. website. For Paul. Yeah. So okay. thank you for talking to us and spreading the word. And we'll keep... This isn't an issue that's going to die with us. It's, I think it's so basic. It's the attack right. on journalism. It's an attack on truth-telling. Yes, and very much. Um, well, thank thanks. you, Lois uh, and Martin. Martin, you've done a fantastic job yourselves over the years So, with bringing these issues to the people. Okay. So, okay. Goodbye, Alan. Bye. Martin, there's so much to try to understand. Involving the media, really. There's the murder of the Palestinian journalist, Shireen Abu Akhle, which really breaks my heart. But the mainstream news we've been receiving day after day, ever since February, has been focused entirely on the war in Ukraine. And there, there, according to this mainstream media, there is only one side, and we never hear anything at it's, all about reasons for why this has happened, the total background at all. And yet the journalists we have so much respect for who don't get on mainstream, like John Pilger, who's called it a tsunami of misinformation right from the beginning. It's being presented as a war that must continue, must continue to escalate, even putting the world in danger of a nuclear war. It's a war that's a clear case of such an evil, unprovoked Russia that negotiations are impossible. Yet, a peace activist that we know just emailed me a statement from the former Minister of Disarmament, Matt Robson. And he said, The tragedy of this war will not be solved by ignoring the security interests of all sides, Russia, the Kiev government, the Donbass republics in the European Union, instead plunging ahead with expanding the conflict. And it's not an unprovoked war, but one that has been in NATO planning for many years. And instead of joining the ever-expanding NATO nuclear alliance, the New Zealand parliament should initiate an informed debate on the conflict and return New Zealand to the independent foreign policy that was developed under Helen Clark's government. And that's from Matt Robson. Well, there are pleas from peace activists for a Christmas truce, complete with negotiations. This war doesn't have to continue. So we want to say goodbye from Earthwise and finish with a song from a choir of young Welsh men. It's a choir called Only Boys Allowed, A-L-O-U-D. And the song has both a Christmas message and a peace message. So let's, let's finish now and listen to Happy Christmas, War is Over. And we wish all our listeners happy Christmas, a really happy Christmas and a better New Year. And let's hope the war is over. And so this is Christmas, and what have you done? Another year over, and a new one just begun. And so this is Christmas, I hope you have fun, the near and the dear ones, the old and the young, a very merry 
what have you done? Another year over, and a new one just begun. And so this is Christmas, and what have you done?